This program is brought to you by Bibleway Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 69 is going to be from Genesis chapter 22, verses 5 through 13. We will both go up the mountain and we will both come down. In Genesis chapter 22, verses 5 through 13, the Bible reads, And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. This is the story of Abraham found in Genesis chapter 22. We just read verses 5 through 13. Abraham was made a promise by God. In Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, the Bible says, Now the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And you, and in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. In Genesis chapter 17, verses 15 through 19, we see that God had promised him a son. Then God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And I will bless her and also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Then God said, No, Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his descendants after him. And so we see in Genesis chapter 12 and Genesis chapter 17, there are promises made to Abraham, promises that he will be a great nation and that he will have a son and his son will carry on his name for many generations after him. 
And then we come to Genesis chapter 22, and we find that Abraham was asked to offer his son, the son that he had waited for, the promise that had been completed by the giving of Isaac to him and Sarah. And now God has asked him to take his son, his only begotten son, up a mountain and offer him as a sacrifice. The trust that Abraham had in God had to be immense. The faith that it took to take his promised son up a mountain because God had told him to offer him and offer him as a sacrifice to God. In verse 5 of Genesis chapter 22, And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. The trust that Abraham had in God with this statement. Abraham knew that God had made a promise to him that he would be a great nation and that his son would carry on his name for many generations after this. And so he believed in that promise, even to the extent where he was willing to take his son up this mountain and offer him as a sacrifice. We read in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 17 through 22, this about Abraham. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshipped leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. You see, by faith, Abraham went through this test and he believed God and he passed the test because he was willing to do what God had commanded of him. He was willing to go up that mountain because he understood that even if he had to offer his son, that God was going to keep his promises to him no matter what. And so Abraham did not even think twice about this. He said in verse 5, And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkeys. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. And so Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. And as they're going up this mountain, Isaac has a question, a valid question for his father. Starting in verse 7, it says, But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? So we know that Abraham had offered other offerings to God while Isaac lived, because Isaac knew that when there was wood and there was fire, that there was going to be a lamb for the burnt offering. Now, he didn't understand that he was going to be the lamb at this point, but notice Abraham's response. And Abraham said, my son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. Look at the trust that Abraham has in God. 
he has a trust in God that even if he has to sacrifice his son, that God can raise him up from the dead to keep his promises. He knows that God is not a liar and that God is going to keep his promises to him. And he even tells his son, look, God will provide. In Romans chapter 8, and verse 28, for everything works together for the good of those who love the Lord, who are called according to his promises. Do we have the faith of Abraham? That when we're asked to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service, that we just simply do it knowing that God can raise us up from the dead, knowing that God is going to keep his promises to us no matter what. And we have the faith of Abraham that we will go up the mountain together and we will come back to you. He told his young men this. He did not expect to be coming down that mountain by himself. Even if he sacrificed his son upon that altar, God was going to raise him from the dead so that he would keep his promise. And he told Isaac, look, God is going to provide. Do we have this understanding in our lives today? What about when things come about in our lives that keep us from going to worship, such as things that are financial, uh, our job wants us to work, do we have the faith in God to tell uh, people, look, God will provide. Instead of trying to provide for ourselves, we know that God will provide for us and that he is going to take care of us and that everything is going to work together for the good of those who love the Lord, who are called according to his promises. This is what Abraham told Isaac, my son, God will provide for himself a lamb for the burnt offering. And isn't that what took place? In verse 10, and Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. His only begotten son was laying there on the altar. And he raised his knife and it was on the way down. Why? Because God had told him to do it. He was going to slay his son simply because God had told him to do it. It didn't matter the promises that were made. God had promised that he was going to be the father of a great nation. God had promised that through Isaac, that promise was going to continue. But still, that knife was on its way down when God stayed his hand. Look at verse 11. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Notice what he says, I know that you fear God. God made these promises to you, but you still feared God enough to go ahead and go through with sacrificing Isaac, even though I'm sure you did not understand why or how God was going to do this. But you were going to go through with it because you feared God since you have not withheld your only son from me. Then in verse 13, Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thick thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And so God provided. Both Abraham and his son went up the mountain, and both Abraham and his son came down the mountain because Abraham was obedient to God. Are we so obedient to God that if we had this before us, that we would stop and we would tell our servants, both 
Isaac and myself are going up the mountain, and both Isaac and myself are coming down the mountain. God's going to take care of us in every situation. That was Abraham's idea. That was what Abraham thought. That's what Abraham knew absolutely for sure, is that God was going to take care of him. Do we have that same idea in our mind? Are those the thoughts that we think? We have so many promises that God has made us, but this life is hard. And sometimes we don't understand how God's going to keep his promises to us. But do we have this type of faith and trust in God that we're going to put our lives in his hands and expect him to know what's best for us? and to do what's best for us, and to be able to keep his promises. We will both go up the mountain, and we will both come down the mountain. That is the type of attitude that we need today in the church, that we will both go up the mountain, and we will both come down the mountain. God is going to take care of us. When we love him, he is going to love us. He is going to make sure that we are taken care of. Now, that doesn't mean that our life on this earth is going to be all roses, but that in the end, when everything is boiled down to it, and he returns a second time to judge the world, that everything is going to be worth it. He's going to take us home. He is going to keep his promises to us. That's what Abraham believed, even in the face of having to offer his only begotten son on an altar. He believed God would keep his promises. In Genesis chapter 15 and verse five, 6, it says, And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Do we believe God? Do we truly believe his promises? Do we truly believe the warnings that he has laid out for us, that if we do not keep his commandments, we are not going to go to heaven, we will not inherit eternal life, but we will go to hell? Do we truly believe that? Because if we do, we're going to fear God. We're going to fear God. That's why Abraham went through with what he was going to go through with. In verse 12, and he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God. When we keep his commandments, God knows that we fear him. And Romans chapter 4 and verses 1 through 3, it says, What then shall we say that Abraham our father has found according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he, was something, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Abraham believed God. Do we believe God? This is over and over in the scriptures that Abraham believed God, and it was shown by his actions. It was shown by his actions. In Romans chapter 4, verses 20 through 25, the Bible says, He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that, he, that what he had promised, he was a, also able to perform. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also for us. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. And so this account of Abraham written all the way back in Genesis was written for us so that we can use Abraham as our example. 
we will both go up the mountain and we will both come down the mountain. Let's have that type of faith and trust in God. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.